Hello, everyone, and welcome to D20 Air, where we roll dice before one of our internet goes out. My name is Kate. I'm the DM. <laughs> My name is Alice. I played Tavo Hogbard. <laughs> Uh, uh, my name's Jess, and I play Nora, the human wizard. Uh, my name is Jules, and I play Ren, the elven ranger. My name is Maddie, I play Val, the tiefling druid. And my name is Miller, and I play Augie, the human paladin. Woo! That's everyone. Um, so, very excited to be here with you guys. Before we get started, we have one announcement-ish, and I, I'm going to plug... Actually, before that, I'm going to plug our Discord and our Tumblr and our Instagram. Go check out our social links. We should post more on Instagram. <laughs> I just realized that. Do it. Do it. Yes. We so we're going to be post production. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be new content soon. Very excited about that. <laughs> um. Yes, uh, and you can ask us questions through our Discord or our Tumblr, um, and we'll be sure to answer those, hopefully. Um, okay, and the other thing, um, the announcement that we have is an ongoing announcement through our kind of self-care series, I guess you could call, uh, where we you do self-care tips through different D&D classes. So this week, we have Bard class. Very exciting. Um, yes, our very own Tam. We have one of the Bard in there. Um, so uh, one, we have a couple tips, one of which is that you can spend this time when um, you're feeling overwhelmed and stuff to make some art or write poetry. Find a way to implement creative expression into your everyday life, whether that just be just writing down your thoughts in a journal, whether that be painting a gorgeous painting, whether that just be getting a sheet of notebook paper and doodling along uh, while paying attention to your Zoom classes, which of course is very important. Um, the other thing is if you are looking for things to do is you can curate playlists on either Apple music spotify whichever medium you listen to music um maddie was talking before about how she takes different moods and curates songs into there i know i take a lot of characters and npcs and i'll make individual playlists for when i'm writing them for inspiration um and it's that's a really good, good way with... oh sorry it's to do with, with the the seasons too like, I have a playlist for fall that's just uh, Halloween in all capital letters. And then I have one that's, like, summer vibes. And I have one that's, like, winter time, but it's not Christmas music. It's, like, just songs that remind me of winter time. So, like, um, I know that Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies is on there because whenever I hear that, I immediately think of the snowflakes and, and when they fall. And I also have ones that are, like, based off of, like, specific moods and, like, what I'm hyper fixated on at that moment, which... Recently has been Star Wars, so I've just really had a lot of like a lot of the instrumental music because John Williams scores are just absolutely beautiful and they're really good to do um, for studying. If you take especially like the Harry Potter soundtracks, the Star Wars soundtracks, the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtracks, just listening to their scores while you're doing homework because they don't have words or anything, you kind of can get a lot done without thinking about the songs. 
Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, those were our announcements. Uh, does anyone have anything else that they would like to say, plug, do before we get started? I think we're good. All right. Then let's get a going. So, last we left off, the gang had come to the home of Oliver, a quirky and slightly aloof artificer, and in search for answers on what this amalgamation was and how it could be fixed after some both helpful and somewhat existential talks, they spent the night before uh, waking up to a lovely prepared breakfast, well-parted uh, missives, I guess, and sent off to find Owen a... Did I tell you guys any descriptors of him? I don't um, remember. I'll just... I, I won't spoil too much. Owen a... Gruff. They were Good boy. A good boy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, a, a good boy they were sent to find near the coast of Clea, passing, uh, going straight towards the up and up to avoid kind of more the capital area towards the river of Dolphana and crossing up and over. So as we left off, they the group gathered their belongings, got onto the cart, rounded up the horses, and hitched away. So you guys are now, um, yeah, you get you get on your cart and take off in the direction of the town of Pharaoh Reach, which Oliver mentioned several times as a place that he gets food and supplies from. And through the map and the way in which he showed you, that is kind of, there's a smaller road off of the main road that kind of passes through that town and up towards where you all are looking to go. Um, the journey to the town takes about 20 to 30 minutes, if there's anything that you guys would like to do within that small amount of time. Um, actually, Ren, can I get you to make a perception check for me, please? Oh, shit, I didn't my dice. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Perception? Yeah. Oh, are we a forest? Uh, no, it is currently a, a hill, a grassy hill lind region. 19. 19, okay. Um, about 10 minutes into your journey, you see, so you pass through the various hills and you get to kind of a more flattish area. It's not completely uh, a plain, but it's it's got some rolling hills, but it's not extreme ups and downs either way. And just a little bit off in the distance, you see a flat looking rock jutting out in a small clearing. The grass around it looks well-maintained and cut shorter in comparison to the rest of the grass in this area. Um, there are no markers other than small rocks collected around it and arranged in such a way that it looks carefully placed. You just notice it off. Okay. Are we on a path right now? Uh, yes. So the path that you're on, actually, it, it's 
it's a bit more ragged and kind of grown over than the one you've previously been tra traveling on. It's clearly old, but it's not as worn as, as other roads that you've traveled on, particularly not like the main road where there are clear indentations of track marks and dirt and vegetation has not been allowed to grow. Here, there are uh, tracks and clear indentations where wheels have traveled, but there appear to be grass and other things growing into it. Okay. And this this flat rock is yeah. is not a path, yeah. It's off yeah. the path. Okay. What are you looking at? Oh, there's sort of a weird thing over there. Do you see it's sort of a weird rock and grass is trimmed. There's just a small little kind of thing just poking out from one of the hills as you guys are riding along. Ooh. You think it's like magic or something weird? No idea. So we should go check it out. I mean, we could. I mean, we're not, we're not in any hurry, are we? Sorry, it doesn't matter anymore, does it? It's true. I don't know. It's probably not wise to go off a path, but I do want to know what it is. Me too. Shall we? we yeah. Send, wait, we can send the owl. Like, yeah, let's send. Let's, well, uh, okay. Uh, I, and I whisper, Oscar's I'm not sorry, done a particularly uh, good owl. job recently. What? Who's the owl? <laughs> um, you know, yours. Do you want to send him My, over there to the rock? Your fine owl. Yeah. <laughs> Does no one know his fucking name? It's Oscar, even... right? Oh. I mean, I, Jules, just had a thing where I was like, wait, was the tiger Oscar? <laughs> 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 but that's... pre-streaming pre because I messed up and was like, what's a good name? I know, Oscar. I just read it. <laughs> just back, sorry. But anyway. Thank you, Val. It's Oscar. What would you like Oscar to do if you ask him really nicely? Well, there's a weird thing over there. And we could either all tromp over there or um, your owl could fly and take a look. Please? Pretty, pretty, please. I like whisper in Oscar's ear, <laughs> pretend to talk to him. <laughs> and then I send him off and I take a look. And then I. Uh, have him roll a perception check. These have historically gone very well. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I always forget the modifier for Oscar's position. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Perception is plus three. So it's 16. Okay, 16. Um, you, through Oscar, Oscar travels over and sees very much what Ren described. There appears to be a flat stone that is sitting up 
Um, it's not so much as naturally jutting out, but it looks purposely placed along. Since there is a 16, there is a small kind of foot hole, kind of footpath that travels off of this main road towards it. And you see very nicely manicured and taking care of grass and stuff stacked aside. Uh, with the 16, you're able to perceive there's there's no markers, there's no writing or anything on the rock, but it's clear that this is a gravestone. Okay. Uh, I relate to the group and I'm just like, well, it's a grave. Want to take a look at a spooky grave or do you want to keep going? Okay, let's go take a look at the grave. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to look. <laughs> it's a grave. <laughs> you all uh, tromp over carefully, kind of following the footpath or forging your own, kind of as a herd. Um, this is sitting up nicely on top of one of the gentler looking hills. Gently, their tufts of grass seem to be blowing and waving. And actually from here, you have a very nice view on top of this hill of just everything around. It appears to be kind of grass that's blowing gently and would look perfectly mundane were it not occasional iridescent blue tufts that appear around, giving it the feeling of less of a grassy hill and almost more of that of the sea. But coming up to the grave, it is in fact a grave. Um, there are no, there's no distinct writing, no inscription on the grave, just simple flat stone and stone carefully. And actually you see kind of made in a circle around it, giving the reminiscent of the outline of where a body could hypothetically be buried. Are there any, like, bushes of, like, flowers or plants around? Um, it, in general, in this, this hill, um, this hilland, highland, I, not highland, um, there's, it's pretty sparse of flowers. Um, actually, on close inspection, you do see that there is a a little bit of a very old kind of brown cut, what appears to be like small stash of flowers laying in front of the grave. Very old, though. And there's no and name then, on the thing. There's no, like, inscription. Oh. Oh. This has been very fun. peaceful. Yeah. You go back? Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. That was. You get back? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we have like a sandwich in front of the grave, like it's a lunch <laughs> stock. <laughs> you can picnic there if you wish. It's only about 10 minutes since you've left. <laughs> <laughs> like again, it's not 
<laughs> very far away. It's like it, the town that you're traveling to really isn't that far. So it's about 10 minutes by cart. What's up, Maddie? Didn't we see pictures of that person that used to live with um, that guy that we just hung out with, whose name is escaping me at this current moment? Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, thank you. <laughs> like his dead wife or whatever, whoever that woman was. Maybe. I mean, it is really close to his house. And it's in a nice spot. I mean, this view is beautiful. Yeah. Maybe we can go back and ask him. Not right now. Just like one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, is your dead wife buried nearby? The <laughs> <laughs> rock, the flowers. Is that your wife? You could if you want. No, 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 I'm good. Dig up the grave. Hey, so we found this dead body. I was just... <laughs> just, I want to clear it uh, up. Well, this has been nice. Should we carry on? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, let's, let's keep on going. Uh, you continue on traveling at a progressive yet leisurely pace, kind of enjoying the gentle blowing of the wind it it's a nice it's it's a nice temperature it's not particularly humid um and it is the sun is coming down but not in a way that feels overbearing and it, and with the amalgamation in general kind of the sun and the moon don't perpetually aren't ever really high in the sky so it just creates this very nice kind of pleasant atmosphere and the wind provides a little bit of cool so it's not it's just very it's very temperate outside and it's quite enjoyable um particularly watching as the grass is slow about 20 minutes after you begin to see fences lining the road and looking uh, both to your left and right see various fields a few with vegetable gardens set up in neat, surprisingly enough, circles that start small and then slowly build out and out versus the lines that you're generally used to seeing. On the right, you pass what appears to be a cornfield, but is, again, not set up in paths, but has some what appear to be charred burn marks, although in a pattern that you cannot really discern from just being on the road itself. Um, and Tam, uh, you would recognize this, but these fields aren't very large, so they're not necessarily built for commercial use. It looks almost as though they're there simply for, to, for vegetables and corn and things of that nature to build for necessity, for storage of food for themselves, like a small group of people versus just like a cottage industry it's not like a big industry yes um and yes um the houses at the edge of these fields seem humble if a bit ramshackled with neat stucco and timbers and simple thatch roofing the only thing that seems to stick out is that each of these houses have very elaborate chimneys, not just a simple straight up chimney, 
but what appear to kind of snake and twist along the side of the house and kind of twist until it pokes out of the top and are made of a glistening, gleaming metal. And there are also on the edge of this kind of settlement as you approach large windmills that appear to be functioning and thriving with the windy climate and temperature. So, and you uh, see as these fields begin to disappear and you begin to see more houses and things that are stuck, almost built along this main road. Are there any like people? Um, so, yes. So, as not not out in this particular not out, but as you get closer and closer, and the the buildings seem to converge more and more, you do see more people around. So, um, in the streets, um, there are you see much of this town's apparent population is moving around. Children are playing with what appears to be a combination of little metal toys that seem to be be hopping and sticks with hoops at the end, kind of swirling them around, chasing after one another and screaming with amusement. Um, the older residents, mostly teenagers and adults, appear to be carrying various tools, large things, uh, planks of wood, and a lot of them are wheeling around, around uh, small wheel wheelbarrows stacked with ore and buckets of what appears to be kind of translucent but hardy, small, kind of crystal, unrefined crystal shaped. There are two uh, things that you actually notice about this population. One, everyone out here apparently seems to be of gnomish heritage. And the second thing you notice, not in the children's, but children, but more so in the adults and teenagers working are all male. Um, as you roll into town, it, it looks as though it was built on the road, not, uh, the road was not built to kind of build through the town, um, with houses and stairways stacked vertically next to each other and extending off the main road. It is a tiny town by the looks of it, no more than maybe a hundred people in total population. The arrangement of the city is of a circle cut in half by this road that you're currently driving on. Unlike in Carval, where there were shops lining the streets, you see mostly residential uh, things with one kind of booth set up that appears to be a small market store. There appear to be other shops, but they're not lining this main road. Um, halfway through the town, however, you see a large bisecting pathway that is quite well-tread, running sharply perpendicular to the road, that uh, curls towards what looks to be a large circular stone basin-like thing almost, about 20 feet in radius at the edge. And, yeah. With everyone around, Kate, like, can I, can we get a sense of, like, whether people are happy? <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Making... You can either make just a general insight check, or if you want to, you can make an investigation check by going and actually talking to the people if you'd like. Um, I, I mean, they're both terrible. I'll just roll inside. <laughs> uh, 
16. No, sorry. Um, uh, 17. Okay. Um, looking at the people, it doesn't... Looking at the children, you see that they're very clearly uh, are having an enjoyment. Um, except for one little boy who appears to be crying after falling and kind of skinning his knee. The, in general, uh, the children seem to be enjoying themselves. The people themselves appear to be, I would say, focused, but not necessarily unhappy or happy in either way. They, they just appear to be currently working towards a task. You see a lot of them actually are communicating. Um, there seems to be a two that are traveling together, one holding a a stack of wood, the other wheeling what appears to be like a small wheelbarrow of that unrefined crystallized kind of source that uh, actually one of them ends up laughing at something, uh, a joke the other one says, but for the most part just seem focused. Okay. I'm going to turn to Augie and be like, I wonder what that crystal is. Yeah, that looks a bit strange is it possible for me to like try and from afar like kind of like see what it Hello, is you there kind of thing. <laughs> well no just like if, if i can like recognize it as anything unnatural oh. or um roll an arcana check all right uh, give me one second yeah, you don't roll this one often. <laughs> yeah. Um, Arcana. That is a hot seven. Okay. Um, you're right. It, it does look a little weird. Um, you don't usually see in a common town like this, you don't really see, you know, large crystal shapes just casually being wheeled around. Um you don't really know anything past that. It's just a little, just strange, peculiar. Okay. Yeah, it is a little weird. I mean, maybe it's just what they're mining. Maybe it's just their, like, oh. Should we ask? Is this something that we should? Yeah, let's ask. I'm curious. Right. Okay. No, I'm going to wave him down. <laughs> Be like, hey, um, just, just got, like, any one of the workers. All right. Oh, what is uh, crystal? You have crystals. You're carrying crystals, I think. <laughs> what are they? Um, all right. You see two of them, the ones that one of them that was carrying the wood and the other that's wheeling the crystal turn around the one carrying the planks of wood is um has a large blonde kind of graying uh, handlebar mustache and bushy feathered eyebrows that take up about half the face and cartoonishly large like mutton chops uh, that kind of meet down here in a big clump and he drops them and drops the planks of wood gently at his feet kind of to give you his attention the other one next to him has kind of this like patchy beard and looks to be in his early teens, like no older than 13 or 14. 
and carrying the wheelbarrow of crystals. And the older one looks at you and goes, all the crystals, well, do you recognize them? Do y'all know anything about this? No. Ah, well, uh, we don't really know what they are, but um, all of a sudden the vent is just full of them. And we were confused and scared for a bit. And then we figured, you know, what good is being scared do? You know, so we turned it into being useful. All we know is that it's difficult to eat, so wouldn't recommend eating them. Uh, that's about all we know so far. They kind of just appeared one day, so been working on it. Are, are you, y'all folks from around here? Haven't seen y'all here before. No, we're just passing through. Wow, I'm very English now. <laughs> <laughs> no, my accent was also going to turn into the case. <laughs> <laughs> I was so thrown off. I saw the accent and no one else like this. Yeah. <laughs> just passing through. No. Could I? Could I just have a Nora? Do you want to have a look at it? Maybe it's. I mean, I feel like you know these things. Well, uh, I'm I'm the the teenager one speaks up and he goes, "Well, I'm I'm gonna be honest. We're kind of in the middle of uh moving them to this place. But if you want to walk and talk, I'm sure that'd be fine. You know, you can just leave your car." I don't think think anyone here will be of real trouble. I mean, certainly not to, to a couple of strangers. Um, but if you lack, we're just moving um, to one of the nearby forges, the blacksmith shop. So you're more than welcome to come with us. Um, just at a first glance, can I get an idea of of? Mm, uh, basically, okay, my question is, did I see these crystals when we last went to the Feywild? Um, were you, you were in Velashi? No. No, when uh, when we were looking for that thing for Ren? Like yeah, we went, no, I'm aware. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> Does it look anything like the crystals in the undergrowth, underbrush, under... And the brush. underbrush? The underbrush. I, <laughs> I mean, undergrowth. <laughs> at, at a certain, to a certain extent, they are crystals. But the crystals down there, they seem to be very vibrant and made of many different colors. This one appears to be almost like translucent. Like, and they're they're unrefined, so they have dirt and you know like white stuff but you get the sense that if you were to clear them up it would also almost be as like translucent as glass almost um i'm like walking next to like the teenager and i'm like if you'd like to why can't i do <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like. what happened hey i think D &D it's all right take your time and i'm just very okay <laughs> um, take your time. It's all right, honey. We got all the time. You. <laughs> I, uh, if you want to know a little bit more about them, I could try to identify it for you. If you give me 10 minutes or so. Oh, uh, uh sure. I mean, uh, we, we really don't really have 10 minutes. Again, you're going to have to walk with us. But we've got uh, a bigger stock 
kind of over that way. Um, I mean, are you into uh, geology and stuff? I, I really don't know the chemical composition of this stuff, but I don't know. No, if you're into rocks and stuff, I mean, we've got we've got one person that you might be interested in talking to if you're interested, but she can't really make sense of a mother. All right, I kind of like the group. I don't know. We we spend ten. By the minutes way, the mic kind of bobble around as he talks. They're kind of they're very thick. Hey, it's, it's like Wait. one of those days where we're just gonna. We spend half an hour on grave. Do you want to spend half an hour on crystals? Hey, why not? Everyone else. Yeah. We. Okay, I follow Let's... the teenager guy. Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. As you're walking, they say, oh, where are my manners? My name is uh, Ganger Fiddlefan, and this is my son, Nod Fiddlefan. And uh, the teenager with the patchy beard, like, you can tell he's trying to grow it out so hard, and it just isn't working. He kind of, he takes his hand and just kind of, he goes, oh, he's just a little shy, but I promise we are good folk, and you all seem as good folk, too. Uh, so, is this your first time here in a uh, ferry? I haven't really seen many people around here before. It's tick. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're new here. We've Well, at least I've never been here. I don't think any of you have. Well... Well, let me be the first to welcome y'all. You know, we rarely see visitors here, so we always get excited when we see them. If you need anything, be sure to let us know. So, uh, as you're walking, they bring you over to the Iron Muzzle, which appears to be mostly, it's a similar building with, again, that very large kind of twisting metal chimney that twists up and has a very large circular opening where you see kind of like a circular workplace and it's just filled with different buckets and different piles of ore and these strange crystal kind of things. And C is the kind of, he's wheeling them over and he lifts and just gets it and kind of gets the rest and starts tossing them behind his back and he goes, uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to to look at them, if you'd like. Yes, really. You, uh, you said there was someone to talk to as well. I mean, yeah, if you're interested in geology and stuff, you know, she's really into kind of, she's a little, a little bit into that nature stuff. She just likes to read and learn, I guess. Uh, she's probably down in the mine, you know, with all the other women right now. Oh, so uh, yeah, I, I there weren't a lot of girls, so all the women are in the mines. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. Y'all don't know. Y'all aren't from around here. All right. So in Faro Reach, we mostly deal. You know, most of our stuff and our income comes from the vents, uh, which is what we call the shoe tunnel. It's kind of always been there. You know, uh, it's just this big old hole. It's been here since, gosh, who knows how long. But our ancestors have been there, and we've been solely working at it. Uh, you know, it's it's tough work, but it's work. But the women are more of the, you know, the stronger kind of ones in our 
village, so when they're old enough to work, most of them go down and help out. Must admit, you know, we're not to say that, you know, we don't do work too. We do lots of work. We do uh, lots of the cleaning, you know, making sure the, the chimneys are up kits and things of that nature. But they're mostly down in the mines. Um, but yeah, we we were working and then all of a sudden there was this huge shaking and we didn't know what was happening. And so there was a cave and then we found a lot of these, these crystals and I'm, we have scoured that mine, and I'll be honest, they weren't there before, so we don't know what happened. Regardless, uh, you know, no point seeing. Yeah, what's, what's uh, up, young young sir? So these crystals wound up here like a, a few weeks ago after a big shake, and yeah, yeah, around there. Have you guys? Is anything else weird during this time? Scared, scared the sheet something mighty fierce. I mean, they were they were shivering. It was awful. Even our dogs couldn't get them to calm down for like several hours. That was rough. Also, the chimney stopped working, but I think that that's mostly due to that cave-in. You know, there it goes right under most of our most of our homes, and so we can't access most of the energy down there so we're working on they're getting the cave in uh it should be up and running pretty soon maybe in the next week or two hopefully hmm. interesting um i'm sure it is i i really don't know much honestly was there anyone hurt like was there anyone down in the in the cave when oh dan and Kate. fortunately no no fortunately uh they were on their lunch break when that happened at least as far as i know uh no one's too although i must admit i think it stirred up a little bit of stuff maybe some of that uh natural gas or something people been claiming to seen all sorts of weird stuff in there like, how far down? How far down do they go? Like, um, in terms of like meters, or like, is it really far down underground? Oh, uh, not too far. I mean, I don't really know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know meters. I'm mostly measuring, you know, feet. Uh, but, <laughs> they really don't go far. That far down. I mean, it goes down as far as like fifty feet for most of the where the vents are, and then beyond that, I mean. It runs much deeper, but the caverns are a bit dangerous once you get to a certain part. So we mostly just use the upper tunnels for our benefit. Right, but you said people have been seeing things. Like what? Yeah. And kind of the the uh, t the um, nod kind of comes up here and goes all sorts of things. You know, there's there's all kinds of ghosts and and you know and from people past because you know when you bury them they only go six feet under so maybe they go further like 50 feet up. and he kind of um ganjir kind of pushes him it kind of takes him with his face and kind of just pushes him back a little goes, don't pay any mind to him teenagers they like to go down there and they tell all sorts of crazy tales i swear it's nothing more than ghost swords i promise 
promise. It's really nothing. See, the vents down there, they have some kind of energy, I don't know, but uh, it gives us lots of stuff. It gives us hate. Uh, it's how we get our chimneys and our, you know, how we manage our day-to-day, day, wow, day-to-day lives. I mean, um, so if you're down there for a little too long, starts messing with your head, you get kind of hallucinations and stuff, but. You know, it's a good time if it's, you know, late, you're, you're out of liquor, go down to vents for about 30 minutes, you'll have a great time. And, and he turns and he says, I didn't say that, though, Nod. He goes, okay. <laughs> nice and resourceful of you. Well, you know what? Small town, sometimes you gotta make do. Yeah, exactly. Um... Since Nora, is she having a? Is she identifying the thing? We're, we're like walking and talking, aren't we? Oh shit! Like, yeah, we're not there, are we? I thought we'd arrive. Oh yeah, no, you're you're there at this point. Oh okay. Could I uh, start like drawing some sigils and the like dust on the floor and like starting an identify ritual? Yep. Do I need to roll for that? What do I do? Um, I don't think so. It just uh, about when 10 minutes are yep passed. okay okay uh do you guys have any other conversation i'm assuming that you've been ritual casting while you guys are having this conversation yeah just double check something really fast oh wait you're doing identified sense detect magic right yeah okay Okay, that means a different book. Okay, um, so you guys are having this talk, and kind of it's a little overwhelming to be met with this much kind of mix of hospitality and just kind of in your face. In a moment. Okay, so okay, uh, so. From these crystals, you get a very faint um, abjuration aura. Um, it doesn't appear to be that they have a lot of magical qualities, but it is very clearly uh, from the Feywilds, kind of that Fey abjuration magic. And it appears to be... It's, it's not a magical item or anything that you've really come across before. However, it is a very, very hardy material. It's stronger than a diamond in terms of its molecular structure, which would mean that it's very difficult to crack in a very, very hardy material. And if properly used, you get the feeling that you might be able to do some ab abjuration spells dealing with kind of hardening and things of that nature, kind of making things stronger. Okay, I relay that to the group. Have you been making anything out of these crystals, or do you just harvest them and send them away? Well, I mean, we try to, but to be perfectly honest, they break through most of our equipment. Hmm. You know, try melting it. Haven't been able to get it hot enough at this point. I don't know if we're even going to be able to get it hot enough. 
uh, with the fire that we have, maybe if we had like, I don't know, super intense fire or something, that might be able to help. But other than that, it just kind of looks pretty and it's taken up space in our mind. Val, do you have like super hot fire? Do we have super hot fire? No. No, Does Val have super hot fire? Oh. (laughs) I can't remember. I imagine her looking at you like that while she sort of scrolls. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. It's okay. Don't have an aneurysm over it. There's produced flame, but it's just, like, an average, like, normal flame, so it doesn't... No, I can tell you right now, you do not. (laughs) I know. But, like, I was also... I was trying to remember, do I have a fire spell? I was like, can I produce fire? Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. Well... And I like nudge Ren, and I like didn't uh, Oliver say something about dead people not staying dead, you know? And now yeah, they're talking about ghosts and shit. He did say that. Oh, really? Really? I promise. The ghost thing has been a thing for years. Believe me, the first time I had a hallucination, it was a lot. It was it was great, but it it really is just a mixture of paranoia. And- from the the events, I promise. So, like, how when do you, do you normally know? have? Sorry, you go. No, you go, you go, you go, you go, you go. When when would you normally have hallucinations? Like, is it just when you spend a lot of time there, or is there like a witching hour, or like at three a.m. everybody oh. just shares a hallucination, or? Well, and he goes, uh, Nod, why don't you go get another barrel? And he goes. I'm just, it, you see Nod is kind of just like there, just like taking in the fact that there are people taller and just like looking around and just a, the very colorful group that you all are. He goes, Nod, go off. And he goes, um, and walks away and goes, so there is a little bit of a ritual that happens. Uh, any kind of, whenever someone in our village turns about 14, uh, which is why I sent him off. It's pretty soon for him. Uh, they go down into the vents uh, around, I'd say, midnight, and they spend the night there. Uh, it's not something that I would ever endorse and ever uh, allow for my son, but, you know, kids will be kids, and they'll do crazy stuff. You know, you see, you see weird things. It's a test of courage. But for the most part, you know, really, really, honestly, if you're thinking about trying to go see it, I mean, it's great for getting high. Other than that, really, I promise it's not that big a deal. And do you only ever, I mean, from what you've heard, heard from yourself and other people, is it visions of, like, is it always ghosts or is it, like, other random oh. stuff? Like purple giraffes and lots of colors, you know. Sometimes you see threads between people kind of like extending out from their fingers. Um, One time, like, there was my my friend actually, uh, my friend uh, Ralph. One time he said he swore he saw like the smell of freshly cooked grass it's weird stuff you go in there your head gets messed with 
Sure, sure. Sometimes you see these very tall, elegant creatures looking with with the long, dangly arms and legs, and that's just wishful thinking, you know. Wow. Have these hallucinations changed since the the big shaking? Uh, I wouldn't know. This is kind of our first real week down in the, the midst. And based on that shake, you know, we're, we're worried about aftershocks. So we don't allow people down there for more than absolutely necessary. You know, they come out every 20 minutes or so. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Y'all are mighty lovely folks. And I'd love, love to stick around. But I have to go make sure my son, I, he honestly would lose his head if it weren't attached to his body. I got to go make sure that he's doing the right thing, you know. 13-year-olds, what can I say? But uh, y'all have a, a great day. And again, if you need anything else, let me know. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Roughly, what time is it now, Kate? Um, it's about ten thirty, eleven at this point, because you guys left at around mid mid morning. Okay. So probably maybe eleven eleven thirty, closer to that. Okay. All right. So. That was fascinating. Yeah. I don't really know what to do with any of this information. I <laughs> Should mean, we... Did, did we have plans to do anything here? Do we need to buy anything? or Should we just file that away and move on? <laughs> but do we have snacks? Do we have snacks? <laughs> For the trip. Do we have snacks? You did get <laughs> Oliver, but if you if you'd like, then I'm sure you could look around if if you really want. But like we, we have enough have some snacks, but we yeah we have snacks, but you know you want more you can pop in a convenience store, gas station. Yeah. Is there Seven Eleven on the road? Yeah, you go up to the Wawa and. Uh, <laughs> No, but um, there is one kind of store that you see that is off of this main road, and it's you walk up and it appears to just be a simple kind of furnished, uh, almost booth, I'd say, kind of like a front market kind of place that says Great Chasm Booth. And you walk up and he goes, Ah, oh, welcome to the Great Chasm Booth. You might have, we were found it. How may I help you? Uh, hi. Do Do you have any um like 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 to go like wrap food for like journeys and traveling? Oh, uh. I started to go southern, damn it. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, uh, you know, we we mostly carry like mining equipment and stuff, but we do have some fine, nice, uh, kind of bento box kind of lunches, pale lunches, if you will. Y'all are looking for some nice. Uh, my my wife makes them uh, herself every morning. 
uh, and she always makes some for her friends when they go down into the, the bands. Uh, but uh, I've got some sandwiches. I've got some sandwich supplies. I really, I really only stock like three. But if you're looking for more, I'm, I'm, I can go back and make some. If you like. I got some nice hummus. Uh, and mostly a lot of uh, cucumbers and stuff. That, that's okay. We, I don't want to make you have to go make sandwiches. It's okay. Yeah, sure. It will be fine. But thank you, though. I'm going to go back and join the rest of the group. <laughs> okay. As you go back and join the rest of the group, we're going to take a quick break. Um, so we will be right back in, like, five minutes. Got it. Okay. All right. See you guys. Um, we are back. Yes. Okay. Cool. So, um, is there anything else you guys wanted to do in this town, or are you setting off again? I think we can set off, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So, um, you all take off again. And just just a note, it's about it's gonna be about like a two day travel to uh, the uh, Dolphana River, particularly to the tip of uh, Clea, so to go up and around. If you wanted to go uh, like kind of towards the center, that would lead you more towards the capital, but it'd only be about a day's ride to the river. I think we should. Be cautious and take the long way. Take the long yeah. way. Probably for the best. It's a long temporary. <laughs> also, if we take the long way, we can spend that time figuring out how to disguise ourselves for when yeah. we do get to the capital. Two yeah. days of makeover. Okay. So uh, the rest of the day, you guys take off around like noon from the town of Fair Reach. And you've got another about day and a half travel. So is there anything that you'd like to accomplish during that time? You okay, Miller? Y yeah. Oh, I'm just so confused. Music started playing. <laughs> oh. oh. Was it good music? <laughs> it's still playing. I'll figure it out. Keep talking. <laughs> it's like you gotta close all the tabs, figure out which one's open that's playing. <laughs> is it good yeah. music or is it copyrighted music? It's really weird. Okay, I think I got it. I think okay. hopefully. Okay. I think while we're while we're writing, because you know, we if we end up somehow in the capital, we're gonna wanna be disguised. We're just gonna fuck around with Val's hair and try to find a way. To cover her horns, because her horns <laughs> go back. So he's gonna and like, they, and with her hair and like, see if he can do like some weird, like braided, like I don't know, thing to cover okay. her horns. What about like uh, buns? Like if we braided it yeah, like around, there's it. gonna be some so, like, experimentation. <laughs> we're gonna okay. Um, I'm Is gonna say check. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna say roll. Like 
like this would be like a finesse so like a dexterity check i would say to kind of see how well it works you gotta hide that there you go um so the first iteration is kind of it's nice uh there's a couple different iterations if you want to if you want to do like a my Barbie makeover kind of like Barbie situation right now. Uh, the first thing that you try is kind of like Princess Leia buns. That go around. I I can keep describing like hair styles and see finally whichever Val is happiest with will go with. So May what I do you have... think Val would like? Leia Wait, buns? May, can you give me like a brief description of all the hairstyles that you were like? Every just hairstyle like... ever. <laughs> make them up as I went so if you have something that you'd really like to do why don't you describe it okay can I do like like their buns but like like normally like princess Leia buns but then like within the buns there's like little um braids so like they're not like you know like okay. Thor has like the skinny braid in his yeah, hair yeah, like yeah, those yeah. within the Leia buns yeah cool, cool, cool. I okay so you taking the time to kind of carefully describe what you'd like Ren, very deftly and very expertly, uh, having with his expertise in braiding hair, kind of is able to take it and curl it in the way until you are satisfied with it, which is very impressive, uh, particularly because you're on a moving cart. It just looks like she's got, like, two bumpets, you know, those, like, infomercial bumpets? <laughs> yes! Got, like, two of those. <laughs> this is adding so If someone were to look, like, the rest of Val still looks like a tiefling. Mm-hmm. So, it it wouldn't be particularly difficult for someone to look and be like, "That is a tiefling, that is a tiefling druid." Um, but <laughs> like, yeah. we'd have to at, do at, first, at first glance, no one's going to notice the horns. We're taking the baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. fixed the hair. Now we work our way down. I'm not chopping off my tail, but we're gonna have to figure out a way to deal <laughs> with that. <laughs> you can tie it up. It's fine. Uh, maybe as I'm braiding, <laughs> listen, take a hair tie, bend it, sort of in half, tie it, do a loop, just wear a long cloak, it's fine. <laughs> Ow. None of that was in character, by the way, that was just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. I figured by the, the sunny disposition that... <laughs> the smiling and <laughs> dumb voice. Yeah. Uh, as as I'm like messing with Val's hair, I think I'm gonna have a little chat. Just be like, so I noticed when we were fighting that uh, mech thing a few days ago that you didn't use any magic. Is there a reason for that? Oh, Did you just not right. like? No, Maddie was forgetting what we what you were talking about, and then my brain went, "Oh, Timothy." Yes, Timothy <laughs> Mech. <laughs> we were fighting the big metal boy. Um, it did, I noticed you weren't using magic. I was just wondering if there was a reason for that or if it was just in the moment. Well, because well, I've been um, I've been using a lot of my druid stuff and I'm also like trying to be uh, get better at raging and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd try to do that. Looking back on it, that probably wasn't a good idea. In the moment, but yeah, I imagine raging is hard when you're hiding from the thing. Yeah, 
It's an yes, unfortunate yes. combination of circumstances. Okay, I was just wondering if that was. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get better at being a. a, a why am I forgetting the class? Somebody help me. Barbarian. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I was just like the ranger, and I was like, that's not right. Let's oh, rename it. That's it can be. The ranger. I like the ranger. <laughs> the ranger. I don't know why my brain was just like that word doesn't exist. But all right. So I just I'm trying to get better at being a barbarian because I'm I'm so I'm like I'm not saying I'm so good at being a druid, but like I've been a druid for so long and like figure why not, you know? Learn to be an angry boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that oh, sorry, just, uh, sorry, I was just gonna say I was like, just wanna note while you're braiding this, I haven't you haven't hit a snarl yet, which is very weird because I haven't brushed my hair ever. So you're really good at this. <laughs> Um, lifetime of practice over a hundred years you know uh, <laughs> I was like, okay is there a reason that you've been drawn to the angry boy fighting style recently I, I don't know it's probably something to do with the the amalgamation making really weird uses of my magic like I haven't been able to to cast stuff as as well as I used to. Like, even my staff keeps breaking every time I try to use it, which is just really weird. I don't know. I don't know why it's affecting everybody else, but it's, it's weird. Well, do you think it was the amalgamation, or do you think it was something in that in that underground thing when we were trying to rescue... I keep wanting to say Lumi. <laughs> <laughs> Harundi. Harundi. <laughs> Lumi. Lumi. I wasn't I didn't go into the underground, did I? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh hold on. Hold on. You all went into a cavern. You all went yeah. into a cavern, but you didn't go into like the underdark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no. just like a it was just that that secret no i mean i don't think she ever went into the cavern i think she stayed with the with the giraffes on the cart definitely went in okay you're thinking val you're thinking of when we went uh the fucking beetle no not beetle things Uh, i'm talking about when we were rescuing the tiger got it I was thinking, I was thinking about the mean locks. I am so sorry. I don't know why I That's picture mean locks as beetles. Are mean locks like beetles? This That's what I picture. I'm sure they're they're buggy. They're bug-like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not completely out. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, the, the, sorry. Get back. Hold on. Getting back in character. Um, you mean when we went under the, the apartment, right? And we went down into the, and we fought that cube boy. Yeah, I feel like that was the first time we noticed your staff. Do you think it was the amalgamation or something that happened down there? I don't know. I'm I'm not really sure. Can I make an inside check just to see if she's really not sure? <laughs> sure, make an inside check. Mm, not good. Let's see. Oh, it's actually not bad either. Sixteen. Sixteen. Maddie, roll deception or persuasion. Cool. Whichever one you're doing. Uh, my any Amazon shopping cart is under light. 
<laughs> Looking at a light. That's 15. 15? Okay. Um, you get the feeling that uh, Val knows more than she's letting on. However, there is a spark of truth in the fact that it has been since the amalgamation. Okay. Is that fair, Maddie? What? Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. I thought you said, is it up there? I was like, what? <laughs> no, I was, I was double checking. I was making sure I was like, are you cool with that? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, maybe you could talk to Nora about the magic. I know you have very different styles, but she knows a lot about the arcane. Maybe she could help you figure out what the fuck is happening. <laughs> <laughs> you can make our card check! <laughs> you don't have to actually know. You know what? It's okay. If her character, if she's like, I have no idea what's going on, I'm cool with that. Totally. And like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can go talking to her and see if she'll, she knows what's going on. Is my hair done yet? <laughs> I think it's <my> done. <laughs> okay. I don't know how long braiding takes. I don't have long hair. <laughs> Uh, where's Augie on this cart? Is it is he in like where's Augie hanging up? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, there's not much to do. I think he's just sitting in the cart. <laughs> oh, I just hear him on the front or in the cart or like whereabouts. He's driving. He's driving. I think he's just chilling in the cart because he doesn't have very good navigation skills or anything. That's fair. Um, Nora's gonna like side left him. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, wait, actually, wait, really fast before you do that. Who's driving the cart? <laughs> I'll drive it. <laughs> I, I was like, who's driving? I some elimination, I think that's probably me. <laughs> All right, cool. I just, I realized that you mentioned that. I was like, <laughs> That one. <laughs> All right, continue. Uh, Augie, how have you been uh, sleeping recently? Um, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, why are you asking? I, I, I just noticed you, uh, you'd been having some trouble, but, um, glad to see you found a solution. Hang <laughs> on, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah, um, uh, if I'm being honest, Ren's helping a little bit. 
Oh, that's nice. kind of gave me some tips. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ren's like really good at sleeping, so he would know a lot about that. Listen, I, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, I'm genuinely asking you, are you okay? Yes, I'm doing better than before. Mm. How are you holding up, though? Oh, I'm grand, yeah. Super grand. Uh, don't turn this around on me. I'm I'm doing this on you. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that you and Ren are getting along. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna give her a little kind of sad hug. Okay. <laughs> a little awkward. A little yeah. bit. <laughs> All right. Um, it becomes nightfall shortly, or at least you perceive it to be nightfall. It starts to dim a little, although never fully. <laughs> uh, the sun never fully sets as you set up for camp. Um, and take watches. Can I have a first, second, third? First. Yeah, I can do first as well. Okay. I'll do second. I'll do second as well. I'll do third. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Ren and Val, you can either roll separately or with advantage, one of you. You're not in the forest, by the way. You're what do you want to do? Do you want to each roll? Yeah, why not? Oh. Let's pray that these dice treat me well. 18 total. Um, 15. Okay. So, um... The watch goes pretty smoothly um, with an 18, actually, in the corner of your eye, very far off in the distance. You see a large looming figure just kind of slowly, carefully making its way across the hill. Toward us? Across the hill. No, just passing alongside just like away giant sized yeah okay it looks to be uh on four legs is it uh, like a long tail behind it? um not no no it's not oh. humanoid it looks as though it's kind of like a creature a big creature with a tail it's a werewolf kettle <laughs> <laughs> black uh, <laughs> uh, it's the Grim. Uh, I'll point it out to Val. Just be like, "What's that?" I'd say it's a good like four hundred feet away. Like it's 
I'm gonna even just... even from this far away, it is big. It it is big and like huge and like it's both big slowly. and huge. Oh shit! <laughs> um, I would say like in terms of like D and D sizes, it's gargantuan. Like it's a gargantuan oh, creature. Shit. Oh shit! Big thing over there. Is it like? I, this is a specific question, but like, can is it walking? Like, is it one of those creatures where it looks like it walks around on all fours all the time, or does it have the? Does it look like it has the ability to go on its hind legs? Like a bear? it could probably stand up on its hind legs, but like it's it's going on Among, its fours. Okay. Um. Kind of like yeah, like torso, four legs, long tail, uh, head with kind of kind of like pointed ears. Just gonna stare at it and be like, uh it's not coming towards us, right? No, no, it's just sort of picking it. There. I'm gonna say we'd be really quiet and we just keep an eye on it as it just goes about its business because I don't want to get near that thing. If it's that big that far away, imagine how big it is when it gets close. Uh uh-uh. uh. Things usually get bigger when they get closer. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here for that. Mm. Keep, uh, can we like just keep our eyes on it? Oh, yeah, we're just like, like fuck, 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 fuck. Actually, you watch as it it takes a couple steps, and then after a while, like after about 15 minutes of it taking steps, you watch as it kind of turns twice and settles down, kind of oh. almost looking as though it is. Um, itself it, you watch as the creature disappears and turns into almost like another hill on this long oh that's so line. cool that's some Miyazaki shit okay did that did let's that try not to ride over in? that hill. yeah let's just like keep that yeah cool though. but i but they, cool, that we, can we, happen now i just i just need us both to agree that we saw that giant monster turn into a mountain right uh, yeah i did see, yes Yes. Okay. Thank you for curbing that with me. Okay. <laughs> she just wants to make sure she's not crazy. She saw that like actually happen. Point of reference, not a mountain, just like a very large hill. Like it just it blended into the It's important to make the distinction on an animal. Mountains and hills are very different. <laughs> I know this. As someone who as someone who lives in the mountains, mountains and hills are different. <sighs> I live in the, the hilly region, so I understand the difference. I've climbed mountains. I know I know the difference. Blue Ridge. Yeah. Okay. So okay. <laughs> I walked the Appalachian Trail. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, other than that, um, your watch goes uneventful and of making sure to keep steady eye on this hill creature. And your watch eventually you are kind of rust you kind of wrestle uh tam and augie to wake and go to your respective meditation slash sleep as the two of you make you can either roll together or roll separately augie at disadvantage oh why is he at disadvantage human no dark, dark vision. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a natural one. Well, that's nice, okay, buddy, because I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! 
Um, <laughs> no spectacular. They kind of try to point out the hill, and you cannot. It, it it's just hills. Like you're really trying to find the difference between these different hills. It's just a hill. <laughs> After a while, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I, no, I, I see it, yeah. I see it, and then I look at Augie uh-huh, and I'm yeah, like, over there. <laughs> Can we guys call this episode It's Just Hills? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Somewhat, what what colour is Oggy's hair now? Important question. I feel like at this point, it's like his roots are starting to come in more, so it's the blonde is starting to come in. Yeah. yeah. Bond roots with ginger. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's like a reverse ombre, kind of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, kind of kind of the way it one sec, I'm gonna roll for how nice it looks. Um, okay. It it doesn't look like it's just straight, like just like blonde and then red. What's nice about the particular dye that he chose and the fact that it's curls, it kind of like is almost reminiscent of kind of fire and looks almost like sun bleached hair versus just like blonde red. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I can live with that. <laughs> so yeah, during the watch time would probably be like, um your hair's looking nice. Oh. You wanna do you wanna dye it again or are you gonna keep it? I mean I probably will. I don't know. I feel like maybe I should do it a different color because they saw me with purple. red. Oh, that's really cool. We could both get purple hair. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it defeats the object of being sort of undercover, but it's cool enough that I don't care. <laughs> um, I was thinking maybe a brown. I'm going to probably yeah, have to do that. Look nice with a brown, like a chocolatey sort of. It would look nice with your eyes. Thank you. Yeah. Are, um, you. are you okay with, like, this, what's happening happening next? Um, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm not upset. That's good. That's, yeah. yeah. It's fine to be nervous. I think it's natural. Yeah. I... Honestly, I um, I just kind of want to see how everything's doing. Yeah, it's been about half a year, a bit more than that, since I was there. I think even when home has complicated memories for you, you won't like that curiosity is still there, right? Oh yeah. You just want to step on the soil again and just see what it's like. And um, about Clea, uh, have you ever been? Okay, I don't think I have, unless I traveled through there to get down to... You haven't specifically specified it, but it's very close to Hegel, like it's neighbors Hegel, so if you'd like to have gone to Clea, I'll let you know. Yeah, no. Um, No, I haven't. I mean, maybe I passed through it once, but like only on the border. I don't know what it's like. I just want to let you know this, but um, uh, Clea doesn't like 
outsiders very much. Oh, okay. Anyone who's sort of different. Nice. Not human, then. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm Val, very... Uh, <laughs> sorry, no, uh, Val already knows, so I just wanted to um, make sure you knew. Yeah, no, I, I kind of figured, um, but I've got Disguise Self, so I can, you know, I can snap it on and off a little bit. Cool. I just wanted to be sure. I didn't want to go in and have us all kind of with our We're a bit of a selfie crew. Yeah. But I'm used to, it's, it's not my first rodeo. I'm used to being places where people aren't super keen on me. Okay. I'm gonna give Tam a little pat on the shoulder. <laughs> give him one pat. Yeah, it's another pat. This one's a hard one. Why does how all of our conversations end? He's <laughs> <laughs> beating each other up. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay. Um. Yep. <laughs> uh, Maddie asked me a question and I thought it was funny um, I'm sorry <laughs> no you can sorry, say what it was it's funny um, um, Maddie was like have I ever been to Clea and I was like your backstory's in Clea <laughs> I forgot oh my I literally God. forgot <laughs> oh my gosh okay it's fine it's cool um, <laughs> To me, and I was like, "Shit, you're right. I'm dumb." Spoiler and I even alert. sent. I even sent a follow up message today that was like, "By the way, you're in. Cl- you were in Clea." She was like, "Oh, okay." And th- sorry, <laughs> that's that, Alan. That is- right there. Adi, never change. Never change. <laughs> God, fantastic. Okay, so you finish your watch. One last time, you try to look for that hill and just. You have no idea. I think they were having this on. Yeah, there's no way that... There's no fucking way that there is a... Like, God, how dare they lie to us? I know. I'm trying to see if we're gullible or fall for their jokes. They don't think we're, we're idiots. <laughs> we're going to have are. to get them back. Gonna, yeah. Oh. Next, t- next time we go and watch together and we go first and we tell them that we saw like a kraken or something. What if we told them we saw a dragon? Oh my god, yeah. Alright, we'll do it. <clears throat> okay, cool. Um, so, you go and wake up Nora. Do you try to mess with her, or do you just let her... No. <laughs> just let her do her thing. <laughs> okay. Just, you just can try! <laughs> <laughs> we respect right. Nora and fear her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nora, uh, make a perception check at disadvantage. Oh, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> sorry, babe. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Nine. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, so you, you spend that watch kind of, uh, you get Oscar out and Oscar kind of sits there next to you, kind of just curled up, kind of... 
kind of the owl version of purring next to you. She kind of switches. Um, and try to keep an eye out. It's it's dark. The fire at this point has kind of turned to embers and has kind of just got that faint, dull kind of orange glow that doesn't really let off any light, but it just is letting off heat. It, it's peaceful. It's quiet. And just gives you time to breathe for the first time in a while. And eventually the sun begins to rise just a little bit more than it was. It becomes a little brighter than it was before. And that signals you that it's morning time. There isn't much here in the way of food, uh, particularly in this, this hill region. However, you do have lots of kind of food and snacks and leftovers from that both Oliver supplied you and kind of the dregs of the last of your rations from the journey previous to get to Oliver. And you close up camp, being sure to make sure that you stamp out the fire get everything situated and set off. So. Got one more day, yeah. right? Yep. Um, you're muted. What was that? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. Should we, um, can I turn to Ren and be like, um, should we warn the group about the giant hill creature we saw last night and to not drive over it? Yeah. Um, is Tam driving again? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Tam's our designated driver. <laughs> oh, uh, <God. laughs> so Tam, remember yeah. the hill that we told you about last yeah, night? Yeah, the Really hard not to drive over that. Yeah. Mm. We'll point it out. It's right. the one over there. I will say, yeah, point of note. It's point of reference. It's like far off in the past where you're trying to go. Like it's just like off to the side versus so like okay. in front of you. So yeah, it was, right. It's not like a Snorlax on the road. It's like whew, the way. Okay. Actually, in the light, looking over, you try to see it and. It just looks green. Everything just looks like green, grassy. Did Ren and Val have an acid trip? Sure just, the, just, just the two of them have an acid trip? <laughs> Went down to the like, vent. Because the guy, the, I'd say to Ren, I'm like, the guy in the town said that there were just like hallucinations. Are you sure it wasn't like. Wonderful? I mean, we weren't down in the mine. The hallucinations were like gas or some shit, right? <laughs> He was real. He was real. Mm. All right. Big boy. Big, 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 large really, cat. Really, really, really boy. Really big. All right. A big, big boy. Okay. All right. I will not. I will not drive over the hill. That is not a hill. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're, you're so welcome. So you all continue to make your way along this road. Um, surprisingly, even though previously the, the road particularly leaning, uh, leading to Faro Reach, this is a bit more well-traveled 
not nearly as traveled as the well, as the main road. But at, around midday, you actually pass by a man on a cart <laughs> going very fast away. Just uh, kind of like with reckless abandon, kind of just like looks as not not with any sort of terror or anything you notice, but just trying to go very fast. And you almost get kind of run off the road and he kind of signals for you to get off the road fast. I call out. I'm like, what's the matter with you? No time. No time for what? And just uh, rumbles past. God. Actually, um, actually, as you go, as you kind of watch like the cart from the back, it's interesting because it's not just like a simple cart filled with like boxes and stuff. It's uh, closed off what looks to be red caravan that has some intricate kind of gold kind of writing and stylings on the side and through the back. That's cool. We should get one of those. I don't know. Well, I yeah. think our, I think our our little tent here is pretty great. No, you're right. No, you're right. And we have a driver who knows how to drive as well. True. That's true. That's true. Well, you're in the New Jersey of Elzheim. <laughs> um, <laughs> get off the road. <laughs> um, yeah, New Jersey drivers are. Insane. Yeah, I was about to say, can confirm that they are, this is exactly how they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you continue driving. If, is there anything that you would like to accomplish during this time? I want to dye my hair brown. Or you river. <laughs> okay. You're going to try and dye your hair brown? Yeah. And moving cart with what supplies? We have water. He has like a little thing of water. It's like a little pouch. Okay. I also have a disguise kit. I could probably th- I could throw it to him. So disguising yourself with like makeup is different from dyeing your oh. hair. So I'm curious, like in terms of like permanent dye, what are you trying to use to dye your hair? I thought he did have dye because he's dyed yeah. his hair in my hair before. Isn't there dye in the in the um this like temp, temp, like temporary dye, I believe. Was I can double temporary? check. Ooh, so that means my silver's coming back. Okay. I was under the impression that due to your backstory, where you specifically dye your hair, that you would have hair dye. Um, yeah. I can, I can double check. Um, there isn't red hair it's, dye like black. Yeah. Black. You know, black. Did I did I thought Augie dyed my hair last time, but it's been so long I can't remember. Could we like crush up some berries or some leaves or something and make like a natural <laughs> dye? <laughs> I like the idea of brown silver coming back, so I'm gonna say it was temporary dye. <laughs> All right. Okay, no no no, my bad. It does include hair dye. Oh. That is my bad. Okay. Yeah, so I will no say, point. due to the fact that you guys haven't specifically bought a disguise kit since the start of this, that it's getting to like the dregs of hair dye. 
like probably one more use left and then you're gonna have to re-get it and it's a little kind of crusty um kind of from like the dye getting stuck but yes you can use it okay cool do I have to roll for it or is it just like I'm dying my hair um yeah roll performance kind of see how well it can I inspire him or is it too late yeah no go for it All right um, I sing a rendition of InSync's Bye Bye Bye, but it's Die Die Die. <laughs> <laughs> that can be taken in a couple contexts. I'm like, Die Die Die. Your hair. Okay. Is that a is that a D6 that I add? Um, it's a D8 now. Yeah. Ooh. D8. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. That's gonna be fifteen. Okay. Um, you get a little bit on like near your like you are on a moving cart, so the DC is a little higher. Uh, you definitely get some that stains the back of your neck, like all the way down here. So that'll take a few days to kind of, and around the scalp area as well. There's some brown, but overall. Your hair is dyed brown. Looking good. Thanks. Um, before we decide, oh, sorry. I was like, this is side note. Does Augie now look like me because he's got curly brown hair? Yeah, but I think probably, like, a little bit longer in the back. Yeah. It's been a while since you cut it. I just was, like, trying to... I was trying to imagine Augie with curly brown hair, and I went, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we uh, enter Clea, if anyone needs any kind of, like, makeup or disguise, I have not a lot, but I got some left. I don't know how you'd be able to disguise gray, gray skin and severe scarification over the entire body, but you can certainly try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm just um, betting I'm not looking like the uh, president's daughter again, so... Yeah, that's true. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> uh, and a note for Kate, just before I get into plea, I'm going to obviously cover up the scar. Yes. Okay. I'll include that in your 15. Check. Thank you. Okay. So it's about nearing the last bit of afternoon into evening. Kind of... The, the sun is just beginning to kind of dip down lower and the moon beginning to rising. And just around this time, you start to hear the sound of rushing water and the ground beneath you begins to get softer, filling with kind of a, a purplish mud under the grass. Um, in front of you, you see a collection of buildings and farmland much larger than the fields you previously encountered, but instead of different kinds of like vegetable crops 
and uh, cornfields and things of that nature. Um, the the fields you begin to it fills your scent with a very aromatic kind of scent and looking the plants themselves seem to be of very similar just rows and rows and rows and rows that extend for a very very long way this is very clearly not made for just the residents this is very much for commercial use and it is expansive it's almost impressive how much of these single small kind of dark leaved plants are growing along um alongside this river you see as you pass through there is in front of you this large town and as it's it's very lazy and kind of almost I wouldn't say it, it's a little creepy, kind of creeps you out. Um, in comparison to Pharaoh Reach, where there were children playing and people bustling, it is silent, absolutely silent with dark, kind of dark black and pewter buildings that appear to be made for function. Just And you notice all the windows appear to be boarded and shut and reinforced from the inside. So not like boarded up, but they're, yeah, boarded. Occasionally, every now and then, you will see a light on, but for the most part, it is practically as pitch black as one can get. And the dirt road itself begins to take on that dark purplish kind of hue as you roll the cart through. Kind of slow down to look around. A lot of and a lot of the houses themselves are kind of rudimentary, less of single style residential buildings and almost more of apartment style buildings. And far out on the outskirts of this, you see very large, looming mansion like buildings that appear to be of the same dark kind of color with winding roads that lead up to well-lit kind of uh, banisters in front of each of them and an archway that is covered with vines on all the diff on these three different mansions and then the houses themselves are pitch black so you can just barely see the outline of them when i oh sorry when val sees the uh the lines of the the gardening can she, like, put her, her hood up? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, as you are rolling through, kind of you hear from, there's, there's appears to be one building that looks a bit more ramshackled, but still has a similar dark kind of hue on the outside as the rest of the buildings. You see a small face kind of appear in a lit doorway. And they get, what are you doing? Driving? It's nearly nightfall. Quick, quick as you can. Bring your horses around the back and come inside before they see you romping around like that. Oh. That's the rest of the group. I'm like, fine. Okay. Why? Sure. We should probably just, listen. Just slams the door behind her. Kind of 
basically just peeked her head out, slammed the door behind. Oh, she looks pretty insistent. Maybe we should. Yeah, let's, 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 yep. Okay. You, you lead the horses into the alleyway and then kind of into what appears to be a small looking stable that fits maybe there's, there's actually two carts and, uh, four horses already there and you carefully take yours and put them in the last two. Uh, do you want Maroth to be here as well or is Maroth following? Maroth's coming with us. Is this like a ho- like a hotel type dealio? Like, is this like one of those like inns, or is this like somebody's house? <laughs> um, make a perception check. Okay. I'm like, I don't want to have a horse just going through someone's house. I feel bad. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, as you all kind of get off the cart, take your stuff, and then quickly wrap back around to where this woman was, you see hanging above the doorway, kind of swinging back and forth, kind of, kind of a little eerily. Um, you see a large black teapot, kind of insignia, and underneath it says the black kettle. door still shut um you go and carefully knock three times on the door before it opens up just a smidge she looks out and she goes oh good come on in come on come come quickly holds the door jar for you all and the horse does sure, she let sure, whatever just just come quickly okay just okay all in do you all file in yeah. Ah. Okay. Um, so as inside the inside this tavern, uh, you see a warm interior contrasted incredibly with the exterior that is covered in hanging paintings of fields and they very faded with sun damage. There are various tools that are well worn with use, rusted sickles and withered tea leaves gathered in bunches and hanging from the rafters and the well-worn tools kind of set up and on each of the walls. Uh, The interior is simple with a smattering of empty wooden chairs and tables. There is a figure sitting close to the window nearest the entrance in a wide-brimmed hat and coat, and a man sitting by the bar chatting with the barkeep. The woman who beckoned you in ushers you all inside then rapidly goes to shut the window and kind of <laughs> locks it with an iron lock. And after uh, Maroth would probably be the last one inside, kind of looks a little but doesn't question it, slams the door shut and <sighs> brings a large wooden beam down across. And goes, <sighs> right, uh, Money and uh, you see now as a the barkeep who has noticed your presence, uh, a male human who's rough in appearance with thinning brown hair, kind of pushed into a comb over and uh, grayish blue eyes. He wears modest garments and several pouches hang from his belt, and he goes, "Ah, a little bit of uh, late customers. Well, glad to have you in and safe for the night." Can I 
Can I offer you any refreshments? Yeah, that'd be nice. I feel like we're missing something here, though. Why? Uh, yes. Um, what? Yes. What? Can I help you? Uh, of course. Uh, welcome to the Black Kettle. He goes, my name is Mane Witchwer. Uh, glad to have you all here and safe. My goodness, it was nearly nightfall. You almost got caught out there. That would have been bad. By what? happens at nightfall here oh it's just it's superstition but superstition enough that the guards make sure to get anyone inside and gotta be careful if you're not if you're outside and the guard catches you they put you in the stockade for safekeeping mostly but it's just it's better to not be outside um what's the superstition Oh, it's just old local stuff, you know, the business. Uh, Shem, and you see now the, the woman that beckoned you in, uh, a female human, has um, silver silvering hair and hazel eyes, and you actually see um, she has a cane that she's using and uh, only has one leg that kind of comes to mid-thigh, and then there down is... Uh, just one leg. Uh, she appears to be also wearing those modest garments, and she goes, "Ah, yes, hi. Um, if you'd like to sit down, I I see you must be new. Um, if you just sit down, we can get you some tea, depending on different price points. Uh, just relax. You know, we're one of the best brew brewers here in the city. Uh, Thank you. Uh, kind of." Looks around a little nervously. Um, yes. Glad to have you all. Do you have a menu or? Oh, um, and she gestures to above the bar that you see they offer uh, many different kinds of teas actually at three different price points. So there are, it says, where did my notes go? There it is. Um, so there's the, the top one. It says two silver for a cup, two gold for a pot. Um, and it's, it has just three names listed and it says Meeport, Dale Brew, and, uh, Crenal. Underneath that, there is that of the middle quality that says it is eight copper a cup, four silver a pot. And that has, instead of the different, uh, names, it just simply has listed things such as chamomile tea, ginger tea, hibiscus, mint, different kinds of herbs that you recognize, and then lastly, it says uh, standard quality, one copper cup, six copper pot, and has similar of those um, of the middle quality kind of ranges. But you get the feeling it's like, think like Tazo or Starbucks kind of brand tea. So like middle, like think like Starbucks kind of tea. Uh, with loose like uh, middle tier would be like like loose leaf twinings and stuff and then top tier would be like expensive like $50 cup like tea with the queen kind of tier and then it also it's sorry it also uh, says that uh, it serves a hot toddy that is just an additional two copper uh, per, per plus whatever tea you get and then there's various food 
and bakery items mostly, um, different sweets. Kind of sits down and goes, hi. Um, yes, we are the finest uh, brew tavern in uh, Bromsedip. And we are we're welcome to have you all stay here. We also have rooms for the night, but I recognize that you were brought in here not particularly of your will, so you are more than welcome to stay down here for free. Uh, however, if you wish to stay in something of a bed, that would be a different price. But uh, for right now, is there any uh, tea that I can get you? We have all the different kinds. We have uh, different styles of preparation. We have black tea. We have green tea. We have white tea. We have oolong. Oh, green tea. Right. Green tea. All right. What price? What family? Just the middle one. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, um, unfortunately, we don't really offer green teas of uh, the middle price point. We have, you can either choose from one of the three barons, or if you prefer, uh, we do have the standard. I'll just have the standard. That's fine. All right. Anything for anyone else? Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, would you like a cup or a pot? <laughs> Just a cup, thank you. She uh, walks over, um, almost using the cane, even despite only having one leg, kind of uses the cane in a way that walks, um, that you would, like, just with deft ability and hurries into the back. Should we sit down at a table? Yeah. Um, there, yeah. It, it is completely empty except for uh, apparently two patrons that are currently there. One in the corner, one sitting by the bar. Uh, both of all of which have kind of turned to see the colorful uh, group that has appeared with the dark stag kind of trailing behind. Well, I guess we're here tonight. It's a pretty intense superstition to, like, drag us off the road, right? <laughs> Everything happens. Well, I mean, it's not without reason. This is kind of haunted land. So it's just better to stay inside while you can. Which one is what saying that's haunted land? Um, that is actually uh, the man that is sitting next to the tavern key, which... Uh, uh, is, is also a human man and very similar in appearance to the barkeep um, who but a good like five years older at least with dark circles under the eyes and very deep set wrinkles and he wears simple lip, a linen uh, garb with a brown apron and sitting next to him on the, the counter are large Thick brown leather gloves. Goes, oh, uh, no, which wear? Um, no, very fortunate. I'm so sorry. I just realized there, there is, there is a third. There's three. There's two at the counter. One uh, sitting away, but the third is passed out in the corner, <laughs> like cool. head down. Oh, drunk. In the Tea drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
What do you mean, what do you mean this place is haunted? Uh, I mean... Where are we? I mean, I'm sure you've heard of the Hanged Slicer. If you come this far. The Hanging Sorry, one? are you... Are you new to the region? I... Very much so. Alright. Well, uh... Basically, best just to stay inside and, uh... Shem, at this point, comes out, the, the female, and comes out with your team and goes, Here you go. And, you go. and she goes, I was listening. Don't listen to a word, he says, okay? I, I promise. It's nothing. It's just superstition that... The, the, the government here tends to take a little seriously. It's really not much. It's nothing. And he goes, no, no, you remember. And he, she says, I remember nothing. It's a, it's a sad tale, but a tale is all it is. Well, I think we'd like to hear it either way. Yeah, definitely. Can I have a story? Can I flag down the, who, Kem is her name? Right, the lady with one uh, leg? Uh, Chem, yes. Chem, could I like flag her down, but like still, keep, but like still keeping my head down? And can I be like, can I just have a, a glass of water? I forgot to ask earlier. My bad. Yes. Uh, uh, hot or? Um, if, if possible, could it be cold? If not, I'll, I'll take it hot. I think we have some ice for the children. Uh, and runs back and after a second, brings out water while uh, this person is uh, telling the story. Uh, when you actually, when you ask about when this story, you see the man sitting at the bar, his face lights up, and the barkeep just kind of, you got him started, you got him started, I'm sorry. And he leans in kind of with uh, a glint in his eye, and he goes, well... Are you coming from the Cantel side or the Clea side? Cantel. Ah. Oh. So then you've not seen the ghost town of Bombwood. It used to be um, a thriving town, but it was built on top of a portal to the Nine Hells. And Monet um, goes, it was not... The, 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 the mud is just a sedentary thing. It's a very specific compound. And he goes, the, causing the mud around the place to run purple with a mix of the red blood of the damned and the blue of the Dolphana. And he goes, it, it really is just, just a geographical anomaly. It's very fortunate. And he goes, <laughs> and kind of puts away. He goes, no, it is a marker. Of the tragedy that has fallen around this area. Lots of killings, lots of murders, lots of battles were taking place here. And he goes, and uh, Cham at this point brings the water and she goes, it is, and I can say this, just a unique measure, mixture of the sediment. It's been like this for years. And he goes, but... Many people think the land is cursed as a result. Kind of like honeying his words very clearly, doesn't get to tell the story often and is, is having fun with the telling. And he goes, Now, stories of the Hanged Slicer have been around for ages, but the most inc infamous incident happened a few years ago. There was, there's always been a, a steady history of murder. 
with our uh, former sister town, uh, steadfast killings once or so, brutal murders and people torn to shreds, mostly tea barons and lower classes, the top and the bottom of society. But it sent a very clear message. No one is safe. No matter how rich or how poor, how destitute, it was clear someone was sending a message. A hanged slicer was here. The town was tormented for years, and then one day, the local guard captured an old woman. I, I think it was. I'm a bit shaky on this part. But the old woman was actually a demon in disguise who had been wearing the face of a member of society and gaining their trust. We just slit their throats in the night, kind of does the jump thing and sees if you all jump. And none of you kind of do. And he goes, uh, regains confidence. Goes, the old crone were locked in a prison and cried and prayed to be released. But the guards were too smart to listen to the deals of a demon. That is, until they went to execute that day, they took her to the town square, and all the folks of the village gathered around, prepared to see their tormentor finally put to rest. But the demon grew angry at the town, thinking they were mocking its power, and unleashed its demonic force, slaughtering every last inhabitant present. The town remains a ghost home now, haunted by those who once called it home. Now it serves as a scar of remembrance. And a reminder to all of us what happens if you go out at night. Thank you, thank you. Anyways, uh, it's a good story. Thank you. Uh, yes, the haunted slicer. It's a uh, one I learned in in school, and well, it's fun to tell from time to time. Rattles the locals, you know. That must have happened pretty recently for it to still have such an effect on a town that isn't actually the town it happened in? Well, it is right across the river. Just across the, the bridge, actually. The bridge is closed down now, but a lot of the times teenagers will sneak over and explore as a dare. Uh, that's actually how the haunted place got the name, actually. Um, they, oh, the, the Hanged Slicer, I'm sorry, the Hanged Slicer. Uh, they, they all come back with varying levels of slashes, gashes, and wounds, and they all claim to have met this demon that still socks there to this day, uh, which gave it the name, the Hanged Slicer, you know, based on the, the, the story of the slur and then uh, the slices. Oh, jeez. <laughs> sorry, don't you think? So it's completely abandoned, the town. No yeah. one lives there anymore. Well, if there were any, then they quickly ran over here when, you know, the town square was littered with the carcasses and rotting souls of the bodies. Mm. When it uses its, its resources anymore, right? all of its tea, none of that is at just here now? Yes. Well, fortunately, uh, um, unfortunately, I should say, that the tea barons on that side of the river were all... Uh, sliced, uh, but tea barons on this side are doing well. And he goes a little too well sometimes. Mm, um, yeah, kind of. 
is looks a little off put, but overall, kind of. But unfortunately, unfor- and unfortunately for us, that leaves the uh, region's tea reserves to us, making our jobs much higher paying, but also much more strenuous as a result of having to carry on the work. Who is it who mandates this curfew? Is it just the, the oh, local mayor? guard? Local guard. Local local guard mostly. We don't really have a mayor. We well, we operate under um, the the Cantal um, regiment, and they used to operate under the Clear regiment. And well, you know, they're not exactly around anymore. So. Well, thank you for your story. Spooky. Thanks for your spook. He goes, ah, I'm glad. Uh, the Oaken Crowns. The Oaken Crown region. Uh, regiment. Sorry, I, I couldn't find my notes for a second. Wait. I noted by the Oaken Crown. You know, our tea is well sought after. Major retailer for most nobility that for making our lives very important. And occasionally, there are people who wander in attempting to scare our children by tapping and sharpening their scimitar knives and things of that nature, trying to spook us. The local guard takes care of it soon enough. Usually, it's local teenagers. And a day or two in a cell usually teaches them a lesson. Uh, actually, you watch as, um, yeah, just looking around, the, you take a second to look around the tavern, you see the um, the wide-brimmed hat uh, person, it, a humanoid figure, is now, like, whereas previously was just focused on what appeared to be, like, a small pot of tea, is now intently, like, was hanging on to this ghost story's word, and just, like, listening deeply. Even the guy kind of like low, uh, lowly passed out in the, in the corner. He kind of sits up for a second and kind of mumbles something into his tea cup and just like kind of and goes back to everyone's silent, similar to this kind of just digesting and taking in the news. My brother, everyone, um, the barkeep says, may not be very good at helping around with the black kettle, but works hard in the, the fields and tells a damn good story from time to time. Should we get a room for the night? Probably. You're more than welcome to. Uh, we also recognize that this mandated curfew puts you out of sorts. You weren't expecting to spend money, so we understand if you cannot afford that and just want to spend time. Thank you. It's only fair to pay for a bed if we're going to use it, right? Of course. Uh, we have mostly empty. I think there's, there's uh, that gentleman over there has a room, but we have three others that is available to use. 
How much precisely would it cost for a room? Oh, room. Uh, and he kind of looks at you all, kind of has a little bit of uh, pity in his eyes, and he goes, uh, I will take, let's see, uh, I'll take a silver for the three rooms for just the night. I recognize, again, we forced you in here against your will, so least we can do is give you a discount. Thank you. Um, can I, like, get up and, like, hand over a silver and then, like, head up towards wherever the rooms are? Yeah. Uh, would you like a, a key? Never... You know, uh, they should be unlocked, actually, already, so just enter, and he turns to one of you and goes, uh, so three keys, uh, one of you just take this to your friend whenever they're ready. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yes, of course. Uh, can I interest you in anything? We have a lovely biscotti pairing that works really well, um, really brings out more of the citrusy flavors, so I'd recommend kind of more of a middle tea. Well, depending on which, we also have lovely almond biscotti that goes great with our uh, our Dale Brew uh, Baron tea, particularly. I have a question. Yes, yes, of course. Not about tea, though. Ah, uh, of course, I could probably answer that as well. We're actually headed into Clea. Um, none of us have been in the region recently. Uh, is there any news from that area? Uh, well, um, you all have heard of the amalgamation, I'm guessing. Have you been traveling? Have you been in society? Have you heard of those? Yes. Well, uh, there's been a bit of a, a crackdown, particularly with uh, magic use. Um, I just, I don't, I don't mean to assume, but I mean, <laughs> and kind of, kind of gestures to you all who look fairly colorful in comparison to the rest of patrons that usually pass through here. And he goes, um, I would just keep an eye on that and be a little wary. Uh, here in Cantal, we are very blessed with the rule of the Oaken Crowns. They are very fair people. Uh, the, the, the Canterbury, uh, uh, particularly the king, any kind of his spies, many places, people that will turn you in for a quick buck or place up in society. I just watch your secrets, watch yourself very carefully. Um, and be be cautious around the the guard in general. They like to assert their power. They like to rough up others. Sometimes unfairly, if it means that they can, you know, get extra coin, extra thing. They have certain quotas that they have to keep in their jails. So they'll arrest you for just about anything. Okay. They can meet their purpose. Thank you. All right. Thank but you. But of course, I'm I'm uh, born and raised. So if you are, I am under this jurisdiction, as are you, for any particular reason, just to know. I so, and I do not cross into Clea, which is the only reason why I am able to say such things so freely. 
If I were in Clea mm-hmm. now, this would be a completely different conversation. But since we are saving Cadwell, just a note. Thank you. Yes, of, of course. Um, if you're in need of anything else, we, we really don't get very often visitors uh, during the night, that is. Well, we should probably have uh, a um, Yeah, I'm going to turn in. Yeah, me too. Well, uh, sleep well. Uh, and did you, do you have anyone in the, in the stables, anything? Carts, horses, things of that nature? I think my wife mentioned you passing through in a cart. Mm-hmm. Cart and some horses. Well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Again, we recognize last minute. It's it's. All right. You all head up for the night. Yeah. Who's gonna right. sleep with Moreau? <laughs> Is that even a question? <laughs> all right. Uh, there are three rooms actually. Well, there are two rooms that are open. Um, one of which is there, yeah, the two closest to the front are closed. There are two further back that are open. Unless, Val, did you leave the door open or did you just close it? No, I left the door open. Okay, then there are three open, one of which has Val. Val? Oh, are you, are you not going to Yeah, in the hallway. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, just stick my head out and be like, yep. Good. Yeah, I left, I left it open in case anybody wanted to come in and, you know, sleep here. But yeah. I figured Ren would be sleeping with Morose, so, yeah. I don't want to, like, pop my head back in. <laughs> Yeah, look in the other two rooms and I guess pick one that isn't with Ren and Maroth and isn't, isn't with Val. It's very simple furnishings, <laughs> um, one of which is a large queen bed and the room with uh, Val in it is two twin beds as well as the third one is also, um, it's actually a queen bed and then a twin bed, so. is probably going to sleep on the floor so someone else can stay in this room. So. They're relatively spacious, man. Don't join Ren. <laughs> yes, you're <laughs> <okay. laughs> um, I <ain't> nothing. <laughs> Alright, Nora, you and I? Sure. All right, as you go down to bed for the night, let's end this session there. Good job, guys. Thank you. I'm so excited. I get to get to my creepy section. Okay. Um, I knew. I knew there's some sort of horror. It's like Witcher kind of. Like, yeah, it's yeah. big witch vibe. The witchery swamp. I'm excited. Oh. Yeah, I was Go sitting, ahead. I was like, just to let you know, I spent so much time thinking about the chemical, like, the structure of the sediment, 
and the pH levels of this thing. Like I went so much in depth for some random reason. I don't know, <laughs> but of course he did. Very, I really love tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a great way for me to be like, what's an easy crop I can go into depth about? Got it. Um, so thank you guys so much. We will maybe be back next week. I don't know. I, this upcoming week, my basically effectively finals week. So who knows what state mental state I'll be in, but it's good. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, stay safe. We love you. Uh, and, uh, see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.